Hi, I'm Nicole, and I have commitment issues, so I'm supporting three teams, and you're listening to DU Football Show. There we go. <laughs> Couldn't have said it better. We're A lot of people uh, said it on Saturday. We are doing Bill O'Reilly. We're doing it live. A whole lot of live this week. Oh, man. Graham, uh, uh, there's only one thing I need to ask you. Mm-hmm. How do you win a game without scoring any fucking goals? Uh, I don't know. Let's start the show. Born in the land of Bowie, Maryland. Bred to be a fan of fucking Everton. Punch you in the eye and drink your rye. Sam Houston. Sam Houston? Arsenal fans have another Sam. Great day, the fucking Gooner Graham. Hello and welcome to the next 50 years. No, I'm sorry, wrong show. Hello and welcome to the DU Football <laughs> Show, a completely biased recap of the English Premier League is told by two common American schmucks. I am your host, Sam Houston, and across the way from me, a man that I'm not going to make fun of his hair because it got made fun of enough this weekend, my co-host, Mr. Sammy Graham. Sammy, how you doing, buddy? Not bad. Haven't y'all realized that it doesn't phase me yet? <laughs> yeah, but every it's just so easy. It's like it, it really is low hanging fruit anymore now with that hair. My mother this morning after uh, I drove her home was like, "So what is the deal with Graham's hair? Does he like that?" Nice, and she doesn't think she's funny. <laughs> what was it? Some fucked an Ewok or something? I don't remember something exactly. along those lines. We got to figure it out because that that was the best one of the night about my hair. <laughs> Everybody, everybody had a good line great. about your hair. It was pretty brilliant. Yeah, every, that's the only thing they had to go on me on because I'm so perfect. <laughs> We're so recording at DU Public House just outside the nation's capital. You can check us out on all podcast platforms. Please be sure to rate, subscribe, review, and share with a footballing friend. Should you want to chat with us, there is many ways that you can. Mr. Graham, tell the good people how they can get in touch. Of course, it is at DU Football Show on all the social media and DU Football Show at gmail.com to get in touch via email. Fantastic. And a uh, lot of good shtick. A lot of good shtick on uh, Drunk United FC this week. Oh, yeah. A uh, lot of good shtick today, but we're not talking about today because we're going to kind of fake preview that on injury time <laughs> and then really talk about it on Thursday because we're doing double duty right now because... Yep. It is the holidays, and there's lots of fucking games. Yes, there are. You know what's good about that? Sam and myself both work in the wine and spirit industry and both have a deep, passionate love for all things distilled spirits. So as the red-blooded Americans we are, we've had to have a drink in our hand throughout this show and every single show. Mr. Graham, the list continues, but we're taking a little bit of a curve with it, right? Yes, we do have to go a little bit out of order. The reason we're doing that is because we did get two bottles of number 19, so I can take one with me because Thursday we are recording remotely. Yes. Uh, so instead, today we're doing number 18. This is Hardens Creek Colonel James B. Beam, two-year-old. It is 54% by volume. That's 108 proof for those of you counting at home. Should run you about 80 bucks on the self or so. Uh, and they rated it a 93. Your blurb comes from Ted Simmons. Part of a new limited series from James B. Beam, this whiskey was taken off the still at a lower distillation proof, highlighting the flavors formed during fermentation and proving that age isn't everything. The nose has notes of green apple, honeydew, 
and lemon peel, as well as an old-fashioned donut and vanilla birthday cake. The palate is green and malty, but in a captivating way, with matcha powder and chocolate milkshake. Matcha? What's matcha powder? I don't fucking know. All right. Get in touch. Do you football show at gmail.com. <laughs> Uh, a peppery coffee-laden finish rounds out an unconventional drinking experience. Um, that tastes like old-school Jim Beam to me right there. Just nice, classic Jim Beam. Yeah. It is quite fucking lovely. Um, definitely need the cube to highlight the mm-hmm. sweetness a little bit. Mm-hmm. I think on its own... That 108 drinks more like a buck 15. Like it really kind of has a little, has a little to heat it. to it. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I do like the package though yeah. with the uh, little bootstrap thing. Yeah. And it's yeah, it's a great looking package. It's also um, it's surprisingly good for a two year old. Yeah, definitely. This like, actually has the engineering prowess of three drunk people trying to take care of another drunk person. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I'm going to say about that. Oh, uh, patreon.com backslash D football show. If you want to hear the whole story. See, I didn't even have to throw it out. You were already there with the good line. There we go. Buddy. I decided to be a better whore in 2023. <laughs> oh, okay. You know what? That's a, that's a good little bit. I'm, I'm proud of you, Sam. Good Thanks. job. What, I mean, what do you think as a whole? I mean, this, I mean, I think all the notes. I think are it's pretty, decent. Yeah, absolutely. Um, for, for $80 a bottle. I don't know. At mm-hmm. only two years old. Um, I, I'd probably go feel comfortable with this around 60. <clears throat> On right. a more regular basis, but it's a decent whiskey. It's fine. Yeah. I'm getting the um, disappointing Abby look from uh, producer Mel because oh, she no. has a glass of it. and That is not the look you're getting. I'm noticing you're drinking from a very plain glass. Yes, because I haven't washed any of those glasses yet. And when I, haven't... I bought you. Yes, you did. Fuck off. When, we're, when we're done, by the way, yeah, uh, we need to get the rest of those out of my car. Okay. Uh, Auburn has a bunch in his room already to take okay. with him, so he's Great. already covered there. Oh, no, you can take them all home and like leave them at bars around the world. I mean, we have a shit ton of them, Sam. Okay, so. good. Have all right. them all. Well, then have a collection. Yeah. Yes, have a collection. What else do we always need to do, Mr. Graham? Remember to drink responsibly. Excellent. Let's get into it. Unless you're celebrating someone's 50th birthday. And then <laughs> do whatever the fuck you want. Responsibility be damned. <laughs> That's right. Uh, it's still not it. Well, you know, that first ting we did I know. was perfect. Try it again. I think it's because I wasn't holding the... Nah. Nah. We're just... That's yeah. better. Yeah, let's get the ring. There it is. That's the ticket. That's what we were looking for. That's the ticket. <clears throat> the top of the table saw a couple of surprise results as two of the three drop points and the league leaders extend their points at the top. Arsenal four, Brighton two, Newcastle <coughs> nil, Leeds nil, Everton one, Manchester City one. Talked about it all season, Sam, and the, the, the kind of envision that I've always said to you is... You guys have a checklist, right? Mm-hmm. You know, but much like how Leicester, when they won the league, it was this like, okay, let's make sure these things happen. And you've had some major checks, beating Chelsea, beating Liverpool, you know, things like that. This is a an odd checklist, a check mark, but it's an important one. It is, is win on the road at a team you don't typically win on the road to because Brighton has had your number. Been for a three bit of a bogey seasons. team, yeah. Been a bit of a bogey team for us, especially away, as you say. Uh, and it took us about a minute and thirty seconds to uh, get that that yeah. hoodoo get that hoodoo off of us. Um, it would have been nice to not give up two goals, but all in all, I think you can't really sweat the performance. Um, we were happy to concede possession. 
uh, just stayed organized. And mm-hmm. every time we did get the ball in foray forward, we looked dangerous. Yeah, it's you know what's funny is, and you you'll get into the goals and everything a little bit more, but this is a regular trend that is happening for you in matches. All three of your men up front put the ball in the back of the net. Saka, Martinelli, and then it's either Jesus or Inketia. But that is happening now, I think like six or seven times this season where you yeah. scored three goals and it is every fucking guy up front. And it's the second game in a row. Mm-hmm. The second game post uh, Gabriel Jesus being hurt. Yes. So running with our backup center forward and we're not missing a beat. It just, yeah. it looks good. Um, and and we're going to need them, those role players, to step up and do things because Jesus is out. Talk about Nketi. Talk about Odegaard. He went through a little bit of a barren streak just before the World Cup where he had been scoring fairly regularly in the opening uh, you know, month or so, month and a half of the season. Went through a little bit of a barren run just before the World Cup. And now, you know, getting back to it, I'm, I'm liking it. Here's here's a little uh, thought um, in, in regards to that, too. And Odegaard is kind of the perfect example for it. The way this team is constructed, it's not really constructed any differently than it has been before, right? You have a string-pulling, um, attacking midfield mm-hmm. kind of distributing passes. That was Mesut Ozil. It's now Martin Odegaard. And I think the big difference is, is Ozil never sold into the plan, never wanted to be part of the plan, never worked the plan. Odegaard, fully sold in. Yep. Jesus versus Aubameyang. Aubameyang never really sold into the plan, never really part mm-hmm. of the plan. Jesus walks right in and does the job. And Ketia, as a backup, knows exactly what his job mm-hmm. is. Wingers like Pepe or whatever random fucking ringer you've used before never, ever would seem to fucking get it. These two guys get it. Then whoever you sub on, they fucking get it. Like a yeah. Smith Rowe type. They fucking get it. Partey, Granite Jaka. Like, it used to be Sideshow Bob, and he never fucking got it, you know? And it's just like, it seems like every fucking player on the team understands the program. They're bought into it, and they're performing. Well, what they did, I, I think what Adu and Mikel Arteta tried to do was they, they number one, had to lower the average age of the squad, yep. which they did. What they did by also was play. I mean, it's really, we've seen it before at Arsenal. This was Wenger's plan. Yeah. By young, very good talent, but mm-hmm. young talent, give them games, let them gain experience, and then allow them to, to show. But they're relatively unproven. That's, that's um, why I pointed that out to you at the beginning. It's just saying this is not anything different than what Arsenal football has been in the modern era. Minus, is, right, minus the last five or six seasons when we would try to sign David Luiz or whoever big name that was but, already old and established. But Arteta essentially plays Wenger ball, just a slightly more updated version of it. It's the the personality of your football club has not changed. It is the same fucking team. It's just, it's younger and it performs. It actually does what they're supposed to be. Absolutely. I mean, well, but that's, that's the thing is they're, they're getting a tune out of them where a credit to the fans as well. After everything that was going on with Zaka a couple seasons ago during lockdown, and then when we first came back and you know taking the captain's armband off and mm-hmm. throwing it, and then storming off, telling all the entire Emirates to fuck off. Yeah, exactly. Um, you know, doing his best me impression on West Street. It was <laughs> getting her every time. <laughs> it was. Um, it was basically. We need to give the kids a chance. 
Yeah. We need to allow the, the trust the process. Now, of course, there's always Arsenal Twitter exists. So there was Arteta out for a while oh, and course, all that that course. was trending. But they've done it. They're 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 doing it. And the fans are buying in as well. And that's helping the young players. Remember, we talked about it three or four different times a season. Saliba with that own goal. Right. The fans cheered him after that. Yeah. We got your back. We support you. And then he started the Saliba tequila chant. And it's just, and now yeah. every time he touches the ball, they sing it for 20 minutes. <laughs> like, <laughs> exactly. But it's the whole, everybody's on the same page and we're all moving forward in the same way. You right. know what I mean? Exactly. And that's allowing these players to express themselves. Yep. And they're doing a, a fantastic job. And I, I do want to mention, I'm just, I'm trying to find the stat because somebody shared it earlier. We're actually a few points better off than we were at the start of the Invincible season. No shit. How about we're fourteen one and one right now? I think mm-hmm. uh, the Invincible season we were eleven five and zero. Okay, got it. Um, so let me just pull up the table because I know the other stat to be a fact. <laughs> uh, here, yes, yeah, sixteen, fourteen wins, one draw, one loss. Yep. Yeah, that's correct. We've also sco- uh, scored. 10 more goals than that team did. We did concede three more, but we scored 10 more goals than the Invincibles did at this stage after mm-hmm. the first 16 games of the season. Um, well, that old Invincible team, that was the, you know, 2-0 to the Arsenal. Like, well, was, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's where that shit came well, from. Exactly. Because it was, it was score in the 20th minute, then make everybody have a heart attack till the 91st, score a second, done and dusted. What you talking about? What you, what, yeah, what you worried about? It's fine. Uh, so 33 and 5 is 38. So we're five points better off than the Invincibles were at this stage of the season. Yep. So it's, I mean, you can't really beat it. Seven points clear. Um, now it doesn't matter what we do against City either time. Right, right. It is in complete control of Arsenal Football Club whether or not they win the title. Yeah, and I'll get to uh, I'll get to City in in a few seconds uh, when when we talk about that match. But here's a thought. Um, you know. We can't. It's still the midway point. I right? know. I'm not trying to get too excited. Right. I'm just saying that and that's now. What I'm saying too, and that's why I, right. what I talked about earlier. I was like, you're looking at. You keep hitting the checklist, right? Now of the checklist, let's face it. I wrote down two things, but there's actually a third because mm-hmm. they're technically in fourth place right now. You haven't played Newcastle yet. You get ready to play them. We play that's, them on Thursday, Wednesday, Tuesday. That's fucking huge. <laughs> with it, with yeah. it. That's fucking huge, right? Yeah. Big time. You still haven't played City yet. Mm-hmm. That's fucking huge. You still got one more with United, but uh-huh. it's in your building. Yep. Those will determine when we start to say. We still have one against Liverpool, but it's right, away. Right. But then those will be what make us start to say, mm-hmm. okay, these are the title contenders. Oh, yeah. They, these are the guys in the front of the line. And we need to see that happen first. But again, as of right now, you can only do what's in front of you. And you are doing everything. I mean, it pains me to say because it's only going to increase your ego, but your team is doing it perfectly. At the moment, yes. Now, I am full in. We are title contenders. Mm -hmm. Um, We are definitely in the title race. We are setting the pace of the title race currently. Right. That doesn't necessarily mean we're going to finish in the top spot. Right. So I'm not getting that far ahead of myself yet. But what I'm saying is, is of the performances this season, you worry, obviously, about the two games against Manchester City. Mm-hmm. You can't really go into those games thinking you're going to win ever, right? No, no. So being seven points clear, that's what I meant by that. Yeah. Is it that we could lose the City by a combined score of 17-0. 
Right. We're still a point ahead of them. Exactly. As long as we do what we're supposed to do keep in the other games. The other keep games, winning the other games. It doesn't matter at all. Don't drop a point to a shitty Everton team. No. Don't no. drop you know points to uh, Leeds, uh, Newcastle. Yep. Don't get beat by Villa, Spurs. You know, Chelsea. To Forest, come yeah. on. Yeah. I mean, we're, we're obviously getting on to these games, but this was a perfect scenario for us this weekend. The only thing is Wolves fucked off and didn't hold off, uh, hold United out. Yeah. That That's was the it. only thing that didn't help us. <clears throat> yeah. um, you know, but we did what we were supposed to do, so United didn't gain anything on us either. Um, moving on to Newcastle and Leeds. Uh, the match had a lot in it for being a nil-nil. For mm-hmm. those people who watched it, there were definitely some big saves out, saves out of Meslier and big saves out of Pope. Um, you know, um, I know there was a shout for a penalty. I say Pope definitely made the save. Pope was going for the ball. I don't think there was any need to put a penalty on there. I, I thought that he, the, it's not like the Hugo Lloris barely getting a fucking fingertip yeah. on the ball as he grabs the guy's ankle kind of scenario. Oh, well, speak, speaking yeah. of fucked up calls, by the way, I forgot to mention this. I have it written down to speak about too. Matoma mm-hmm. in our game, uh, the Brighton player, I've thought was terribly unlucky to be ruled offside for that first goal. Mm-hmm. And for him personally, good that he got on the score sheet again. But he's running away <laughs> away from our goal and his trail leg studs yeah. were offside. And then you're going to call offsides. He took a, his first touch was back towards his own goal once he received the ball as well. Mm-hmm. I understand those are the rules and I understand it's a quote-unquote binary decision. But you're, I don't know how many times I have to say this. Goals are the best part of the sport. Stop taking away the goals. Stop taking the goals away. Unless it's blatant fucking cheating. Stop yeah. taking the goals away. Right. There is no reason for that to actually be given as offside. Yeah. Yeah. The same way, you know, in this game, that the, as you said, there was a couple of times where there could have been penalties. Um, that One or two of them might have been a bit soft, but um, the other one, I, I thought that where VAR makes sense, right, mm-hmm. it, it to just to be able to talk about this collectively, is in that... Brentford game, for instance, where Ben Mee tackles somebody. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was just outside the box. Mm-hmm. You know, that's where VAR is helpful because they originally ruled it a penalty. Yep, yep. That was the yeah. the Brentford uh, West Ham game. Right. So <clears throat> just as a whole point, right, like if it's blatantly wrong, and that's supposed to be the standard, right, clear mm-hmm. and obvious, it's blatantly wrong, overturn it. Yeah, it's not blatantly wrong. Let it fucking go. Yeah, I tell you, Magpies have only got themselves to blame for this one. Mm-hmm. It's a lesser team. It's in your building. Do not fucking drop two points. This has to be three. Six out of twenty-four total shots between both teams were uh, on target. Yep, five on target from a total of sixteen shots belonged to Newcastle. Yeah, one shot on target from eight overall attempts mm-hmm. was Leeds's. Yeah. And they, that was the one great save Pope made. They were much more dangerous, Newcastle. Mm-hmm. Um, although it was kind of helter-skelter, and it was free-flowing, crazy football. It was just the lack of quality in the final third. The game screamed out for either Callum Wilson or uh, Isaac. Yeah. And they're both injured at the moment. Yeah. So. Well, Wilson uh, got a little bit of time at the end. But well, right, still, but I mean, not, he missed... It's not him being in the match. He, mi- he missed the last game altogether. <laughs> yep. And then... Obviously wasn't fit enough to start this one is, yeah, is you, kind of a you, point. You put him in at the end to just go, oh, please get us a goal. Get ten, please, right. Please. Or just get 10 minutes under your belt, yeah. too, for the next game. Right, right. Precisely. And then for Leeds, I'll tell you what. <laughs> Got to feel good, right? You, It's like. That may be the only clean sheet they keep the season. 
<laughs> it's yeah. but, completely honest. But but also everybody around you other than Everton lost too. Like Wolverhampton lost, Southampton lost, Bournemouth lost. Mm-hmm. Like so. that and you at least got a point. Mm-hmm. That I mean, any point on the board's a good point. A point in a building you should not have gotten a point in. Correct. And I did forget to mention this on the last show we did last week. Mm-hmm. Arsenal are officially safe, by the way. That was our 40th point last Wednesday. Ah, we now have 43 points. Very good. So you don't have to worry about relegation. You haven't had to worry about relegation the entire time you've been in the Prem. 97 years. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's, it's been okay. You know, you're going you to be all right. I just okay. always like to mark the occasion. Uh, speaking safe. of Speaking of giving away points at home. City did not look good at all. No, but you did a ton of stuff to frustrate and hurry them. Oh, you never got, let them settle into what they like to do. And they got chippy because of it. It was a very chippy game. Holland got quite lucky that his studs missed. Um, was it Mikalenko's yeah, foot? The only reason why I think he got away with it is because ultimately the toe was pointed down. If the toe was up at all. Probably a red card. Well, that's what I'm saying. The I, way I, he went in was oh, it was reckless. Fucking De Bruyne on uh, on his own countryman Unana. Uh-huh. That one was hard as shit too. Like yep. and, and it, it De Bruyne, something you never see out of him. Did like the stand over top of him shit. I'm like, oh yeah, walk away, soft boy. You've never <laughs> been a hard man before. What the hell are you doing? Right, he's not hard unless he's got a microphone in his face. Mm. And he's with the Belgian national team, <laughs> which is which is funny too because in those circumstances, right? You know, Holland gets a yellow. Tark gets the yellow for getting pissed off about it. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, a, a tackle that hard typically, I mean, unless the player does something really fucking ignorantly wrong, let the opposing player get away with it. Like, Tark, if he mouthed off about something, like, the man just tried to take out the fucker's ankle. Like, you should be like, all right, all right, the hard defenseman came in and said a few words, let him be. <laughs> right. Okay. Yeah. Like, that's what he should be doing in that moment. They're pretty fucking crazy. Um, Both goals incredible goals in incredibly different ways. Cities was an excellent team goal. Uh, fantastic stuff, movement, everything. Holland finished with a plum. Um, but Damari Gray, where was City's defense first is what I want to know because he had time to slip, stand up, reposition himself, and then I don't know where it came from, but he fucking hit the post, uh, the old, the old postage stamp there. Oh it was God. brilliant. You couldn't. It's, have, it, it was it's Ronaldinho esque. I mean that that strike. That it was, was fantastic. The, thing, is the strike was so incredible that you overlooked the fact that both Stones and Ake completely stepped off of him. And God, who was the other? Uh, um, uh, Akani, the um, the the Swiss Akanji, Akanji. Oh, Akanji. that was, that was the fucking defender that headed the ball out that the ref didn't call yeah. last week and uh, cost me seven hundred dollars. Ah, got it. Akanji started um, like Rat running bastard. right down the line with Mayalinko, who ran over, who did an overlap, like. It's Tamari Gray with the ball. Do you really think Tamari Gray is going to do that outlet pass? Come on. <laughs> yeah. Like, why did you run with? And you're right. I mean, for his incredible as in the position, was, he, in the position he was as a defender, he slipped, got back up, and still put off the. You shot have like, to get there. Also, Mikalenko, all due respect, <laughs> doesn't require three city defenders to mark his overlap. I, here's an, here's at least question. one of you should be stepping to Tamari Gray. Why the fuck are they playing three center backs against us? <laughs> Us in their building. I could have marshaled that defense. Why? I just, I didn't. In my get current it. state, I didn't get it. And then when they put everybody in to kind of, okay, we're going to save the day, <laughs> it was like, 
I'm sorry, it was already lost at that point. Yeah. They were already frustrated. They were visibly frustrated. We were already confident. At that point, you could just, you could watch mm-hmm. our team play and you were just like, yeah, boys are going to fucking get the draw. Yeah. Like, I think y'all had that, a couple other chances as well. I mean, honestly. You always have that sinking fear that it's going to go wrong. Because well, it's, it's gonna, City. I mean, well, you, and also what just happened with Wolves. Exactly. But, but, but Pickford made a couple good saves as well. But it, it was it was I mean it was a it was a fantastic match for Everton. And now here the here's the bigger question that I have for you moving forward, right? Is City being kind of found out? Uh, I don't know that you could say that because they're so fucking good. Yeah, um, but, but like, occasionally told- they allow their ego to show. Mm-hmm. And when someone doesn't just roll over for them, yeah. That gets in their face. It's so when Arsenal started their downfall six, seven years ago into being a Europa League and then not qualifying for qualifying for Europe at all, it was because people got in their face, they played them physically, and they stopped them from walking the ball into the back of the net. Right. That seems to be every fourth or fifth game that someone tries to do that to City, it works. Mm-hmm. So it's the same recipe. City are a better team than that Arsenal team were six or seven years ago, if that makes sense. Yeah, of course. So it only works about 20% of the time. But that 20% of the time, Sam, it works 100% of the time. Yeah, it does. And that's why why we have a seven-point lead at the top of the table. (laughs) Yeah, it's... um, It's because City are a bunch of bitches. Uh, Well, I I told you last week when we did the show, I said... City's going to be prone to just that. And mm-hmm. I didn't realize it was going to be against us that they were going to do it. City going to do Come that on, again. Come on, Stradamus. City is going to fucking do that again. They are. And here's the thing. You're right. You can drop six points to them. Because mm-hmm. they're going to fuck it off again. They absolutely, positively are going to fuck it off again. Now, question for Everton. Can you play like this and play formations like this and be patient week in and week out? Because this is the kind of team you need to be. You can't be, we're going to be expansive and try to overtake a team like they tried against Wolves because it failed miserably. Mm-hmm. I need It's going to be boring fucking football, but that's what they need to be right now. That's the pieces they fucking have. Yeah, basically. <clears throat> Do that, this team is in fucking 12th place in two weeks and is fucking comfortable. There's no problem. Right, but that's the thing. Can you do this against Forest? Can you do this against Leeds? Are we going to do this against Brighton? Because if we play like this against Brighton, Brighton can't put the ball on the net. If we play like we did against Wolves against Brighton, Brighton's going to counterattack the fuck out of us and we're going to be down 3-1 to in a blink of an eye. You know what I have in my mind (laughs) showing up to the blue side of Stanley Park? Mm Mm-hmm. Is you remember the uh, Beverly Hillbillies? Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. remember the old truck they had? Yes, that's going to be Brighton's team bus. <laughs> and then I think this is the game that Alexis McAllister shows back up, and he's just sitting in a fucking Bugatti, just following <laughs> that bus with the World Cup trophy strapped comfortably into the passenger seat. Yeah, yeah and y'all are going to get fucked up. Yeah, that's again. Well, I mean, I, I, I told you, I still want to see what happens here in January for for Everton. I'm. They need to make certain moves to secure themselves. And if they don't make those certain moves, I'm still very concerned for them. It's not like a point at city changes thing because there are plenty of teams that get relegated oh, yeah. who have that point at city oh, yeah. or that win against Arsenal. It was almost Crystal that, Palace yeah, a couple years ago, remember? <laughs> that happens all the fucking time. Uh-huh. So don't we, you know, 
We don't need to just hang rest our hat on the fact that we just drew City at the Etihad because that means fuck no, 100%. all if you go down. And also, as a Christian man, I do want to point out that 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 occasional point or win against City to a relegated uh, mm-hmm. team proves there is a God. Um, most of the time, I have a clever quip to uh, open up a segment. What the fuck? What the actual fuck? Liverpool 2, Leicester 1, Aston Villa 2, Tottenham 0, Chelsea 1, Nottingham Forest 1. What three absolute dog shit matches for the, quote, top six teams? Not for you, Mel. Stop giving me that look. Again, like he said in Friday, Craig, how you lose your job when you ain't even working. <laughs> Liverpool, how the fuck you win a game without even scoring a fucking goal? Jesus Christ. So I don't really have a lot. Sorry, to, Russ. I don't have a lot to say about this game, really. Oh, this, this is going to be a very seg- short segment. All three games were dog I shit. Li- Liverpool were outplayed for large parts of this game, and that was evidenced by Leicester scoring all three goals. <laughs> um, maybe a certain central defender for Leicester should do what his name says. And a well face. Yeah, turn the other direction. And kick the ball the other fucking way. <laughs> uh, because the first one is schoolboy stuff. Yeah. I mean, this is somebody that's never played football before in his life. And if yeah. you told me, if you showed me that clip, <laughs> right, and I'd never seen this man before in my life, I'd say that was a YouTuber and this was a charity game. Oh, shit. <laughs> it's a simple left-footed clearance. Yeah. Why is he diving in like that? There's nobody within eight yards of him. Nobody around. What are you doing? Also, the rest of the lesser defense. What are you all doing? (laughs) Why are you allowing this to happen? You see it happen, and then you just start yelling at him? Yeah. And then the ball caroons into the top. Well, on the line, kind of also clipping the underside of the crossbar as it went in. Like, how do four professionals, quote-unquote, professionals switch off in that manner at the same time i'm surprised you just haven't blamed it on dougie yet it was dougie's fault because (laughs) dougie should have yelled at him it's mine i got this yeah obviously didn't right wout face went to fucking swing at it how i don't even know how i did it right i have no idea i I, we need neil degrasse tyson on this There was some sort of fucking void. There was some strange gravitational pull. The fucking, uh, what does the ocean do? Tides. We're all fucked up. Something was, something was happening in the atmospheric pressure. I don't know how that ball What's, went in from that angle. That's my point. The other one no, is no, no. what the oceans do? Question mark. I mean, just Jesus. <laughs> Please go ahead. The other one. That's the science version of what that mouth do, though. <laughs> what the emotions do. What the emotions do, though. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Uh, I'm always good for one. And then, uh, then the second one. Arguably worse than that one yeah. because it was obviously affected by the first one. Yep. The ball comes off the post of what should have been a very easy left footed out for a corner. Or mm-hmm. wide of the box, he tries to play twenty feet across <laughs> the goal, out the other side for a corner with his right foot, mm-hmm. because the first one was so fucked up, and he just 
rifled it into his own net. So, solid fucking brace. Problem. Wrong net. Wrong net. What are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? But that all came after Dewsbury Hall had an excellent goal. Yeah, fantastic run. It, it was it was brilliant. It was like ten, uh, nine of Leicester's players were brilliant, and two were terrible. And it happened to be the two at the back, Dougie and uh, yep. Woutface. And oh god, eight. This is shit that happens to teams that get relegated. Mm-hmm. And they dug themselves a huge hole. They've gotten out of it, but they're only a few points they're not away much from out of it. being that, right back in it. You're very truncated at the bottom end of the table. And just quickly, because 13th it of, is important, Yeah, 20th has 12. That's Southampton. Wolves mm-hmm. are 19 with 13 points. Tied 14 points each are 18th place Nottingham Forest. Now, they do have a minus 22 goal differential. Yes. West Ham are uh, on 14 points with a minus 9. You all are in 15th and 16th place. Bournemouth have 16 points. Leeds have 16 points. This is going up the table. Leicester have 17 and 13th. Now, that top kind of three quarters or so, what are, um, 12, 12 out of 20 is what, 60%? Yeah. Yep. Quick math. Uh Villa have now kind of distanced themselves a bit, but they're not super far out of that conversation Mm -hmm. with only a four-point gap between them and Leicester. But again, they're starting to distance themselves, and their performances are showing that they're improving. Right. These teams, you can't really say that about. So if Southampton somehow magically go on a two-game tear... They're in 13th. They could be in 13th place. Now, here's the other thing, though, too, is with that all of that lineup, West Ham single-digit goals against... Everton, I think, is at a minus seven. And yep. I think uh, Leicester, no. West Ham minus nine. Everton minus seven. Leeds minus six. There Leicester minus four. There we go. And everybody else is like 15, 22, 20. So Bournemouth are minus 18. Forest are minus 22. Wolves are minus 16. And Southampton are minus 17. Yeah. So those goal differentials, and another, too, make a huge difference. Another own goal. Yeah, another and own goal. From yeah. the one person you wouldn't expect it yeah, from. Exactly. Zilla worked Spurs in their own building. I mean, they worked oh, yeah. Spurs in their own building. But the first 12, 15 minutes, Tottenham were okay. Um, they didn't really create much in, in terms of chances, <laughs> but they had decent possession, and they put themselves in the right positions just couldn't deliver the final ball what happened was is Villa grew into the game and with every passing moment that Tottenham didn't score Villa grew in confidence oh, yeah. and that's ultimately what I think did Tottenham in and Watkins he didn't score any goals but he did have one assist mm-hmm. and a lot of great runs he's slowly but that surely one, starting to find his he mojo had again his feet at the right place in the right time DL had taken us a rocket at the goalie didn't get hands on it mm-hmm. that would stop him Watkins was right there kicked it over to Buendia Boom. But great composure from Watkins to not rush it, not take, not try to take the chance himself from a really fucking professional strange angle on his Mm -hmm. weaker foot. He was running away from goal as it was. Was very Jack Grealish of him, shall I say that? Yeah, actually, chances. Just decided to turn back, find Buendia coming in. Used, I think Douglas Louise was actually making the initial run of the box. Mm -hmm. Uh huh. Looked him off. Played it to the edge of the box to uh, to Buendia, who finished well at the near post. Yep, absolutely. It's great. absolutely. It was it was great composure from uh, from Ollie Watkins, and then um, Douglas Louise finished pretty well. It was yeah. a, it was a good goal, 
But again, it was a fairly simple move that you would think a top six team with those players would be able to handle that type of football, and they just weren't. Yeah, they just no. weren't at the races. Uh, at some point, there has to, you know, I think the 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 questions have to start being asked of Conte. And mm-hmm. I was just about to say that you yeah. might see him be the first top six manager to go this season. Yeah, because it's they. Well, and you talk about their lack of goals, right? Here's something we've all forgotten, right? Son wasn't scoring any fucking goals. Mm-mm. Then he scored a hat trick, and we were all on his nuts. You know what Son hasn't done since then in the league? Scored a fucking goal. Maybe he should put his bat mask back on. Somebody said so, he, he took the mask off and slammed it down on the ground and thought it was like Sun's reawakening. Oh, my God. Yeah. But he he's not he, he's they not had, scoring goals. Like, is it system? Is because he was scoring for fun last season. The last multiple seasons, he's been a top league goal scorer. That's, and that's he all of it, I think. I think it's system. The net. I think it's togetherness. I think it's cohesion. I think it's system. The problem is Antonio Conte. Yeah. I'm going to say that now. Yeah. Again, as pundits, finish the other side of the conversation. Who comes in then? Right. Of course. That's the issue. Yeah. yeah. Well, there's there's nobody you're going to go get right, right. now. Not at the moment. Nobody, no. Nobody going to go get right now. So uh, while Mel, you won in uh, victory, you still have a shot of Malort to no, do. Let's just keep talking about the win. Because you, you know, weren't they here. They couldn't even score go on ahead, Ashley take that, Young. Take that out of my goddamn hand, woman. Sorry, I mean, Russ. Olsen. No, I mean Ashley Young. I don't know if y'all saw that uh, header-to-header action. It was Mm -hmm. pretty hot. Would have gone in had Ashley Young not also been playing goalie, which was great. I can't (laughs) wait until Emmy comes back, which he's in training camp looking like shit. Looking like he had gone on a two-day bender at Sam's 50th. (laughs) Except it was a two-week bender in Buenos Aires. (laughs) But I do need, I screenshotted just how happy... DL was after his score. There's a bit of a bulge there. Yeah, looks like there's a little bit of happiness right there. That was the best slide I have ever seen. He just, he was a statue in like motion, holding it as he slides and then stops and then sits there for a moment. Holding the position, not his penis. Because we did just make a penis joke. We should make that clear. Well, the... The penis was directing it like it was a steering wheel. It's <laughs> a joystick. And that's actually Cole and I are watching, and Cole's like, "Well, I think that penis slowed him down too." Use it as a kid's <laughs> uh, d- dare I say uh, mm-hmm. that slide brought Mel joy? You know what? I will do this shot of Malort despite I don't know what game you think I lost. <laughs> I didn't see you it. lost to Liverpool in a game where they actually put the ball in the back of the fucking net themselves. Really? Yeah, you did. Mm, I don't remember that. Yeah. I just remember winning against yeah, Tottenham. You were in New York. And it was that, that on that other trip you were going on. Yeah, yeah, it was that other trip. I don't know when I'm ever home. By the way, if you lose while you're in Jamaica, you're fucking doing a shot there too. Where? Yeah, Jamaica. Yeah, fuck. Villa. Villa definitely, definitely fucked this week, and it was great. Um, Previous week, don't know what you're talking about. I want to recount. Done. You Y'all three. still lost. You lost three to one. <laughs> Chelsea just don't tie it up in court for the next eight months please Chelsea dominate for the entire first half (laughs) only managed to score one goal and it was a weirdest fuck goal yep it was strange just a weird goal so it was because I thought it initially hit Kai Havertz also like the commentating team did um it but it didn't both Havertz and Willie Bolly made the same motion yep and it hit off it was a lot like I mean, different than 
faces because faces was bad, mm-hmm. bad. He was swinging the first one yeah. away from goal, and it hit, skimmed off the top of his foot, sixty feet in the air, and then came into the far corner on its own accord. Right. This one, they're both running towards goal. Throw a trailing leg at it to get a block. To get in. a block out. Yeah. Is there a ducky on the floor? Because you normally use it to uh, put use your that blue thing. Yeah. Well, it the ducky matter. was with it too. So settle down. <laughs> Um, and it hits off his calf. Mm-hmm. Similarly, Caroons to the far side, and everybody's just staring at it again. Mm-hmm. I don't know what these professionals are doing. Even even Sterling, who ultimately scored the goal, was like, oh, shit, ball on my foot. Maybe I should kick. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, to any Premier League football team that needs it, I'll do this for 20 grand a week, and you'll save a boatload of money. I could stand and watch things all day. Yeah, exactly. It's not that hard. I won't be as good as Harry Maguire pointing at them, but you'll be all right. It'll be fine. Yeah. Ball hits off the crossbar, falls directly to Sterling, and no Forest defender has decided to attempt to block it yeah. at all. No, not or all. attempt to tailor their run, and the off chance it hits the crossbar, mm-hmm. which it did. It was so weird. Um, but and then turn around, second half. To their credit. Forrest got it to fucking gather. Got it together. And they, uh, there was a, you need this from Serge Aurier. Mm-hmm. Three or four just absolute wild swings at the ball mm-hmm. before another very strange goal. Off a corner, ball gets headed, but headed down by a defender, hits the shoulder of a Forrest attacker, the back of another Chelsea defender, then falls to the right back on the left side who finishes with his left foot. <laughs> it was weird. Yeah, but was, I'll take it. So <laughs> weird. It's a weird game. And honestly, like we feel you got to feel like because this is a new ownership, Potter's fine mm-hmm. right? because they need to transition in some players. But you wonder, do these players even want to play for Potter who are here? Because they aren't showing much. Well, they but also a lot of them also didn't want to fucking play for uh, Tuchel. Right. Like, but I, I think also Graham Potter is I think he's still tinkering. Yeah. He's never had this much talent to work with. He's he's known what his best 11 is very simply. This time he doesn't because they're all quality players individually. He's trying to figure out how to put them together as a team, and a bunch of them just had a month off in a jaunt in Qatar. Yeah. So he hasn't really had the time, I don't think, to try to put these players together. Mm-hmm. Where when you see the togetherness factor, right? I don't know this. But the way that Chelsea have looked the last two games, you look at Arsenal, and again, I only bring this up because I know them the best. Mm-hmm. When England got knocked out, Saka, Ben White, well, Ben White left for personal reasons from the England camp anyway, but instead of having the his scheduled time off he was supposed to have, mm-hmm. he flew over to their neighbors in Dubai and decided to join the team yeah. for their warm weather training camp. Yeah. Ramsdale Saka, the team. Everybody got to the team. Everyone went straight to the team. And they all started working together again. And because England got knocked out so soon, they had two weeks. Granite Xhaka only took three days off. Went straight to Dubai. He went to Dubai, but took his three days. Right? right? He was scheduled to have 10 days off. Mm-hmm. So he's back a week early. You had all of these players decide to do that. And that was, that shows the togetherness. Right. You look at, and, and, and really Arteta had his first choice 11 
minus Jesus because of the injury, but had his first choice 11 to choose from the first game back on Boxing Day. Yeah. And the second game back now. Yeah. Chelsea have not. They've changed players. Alba's in and out. They did this, that, the other. You know, it, it just... Uh, it just smacks of a group of very talented individuals that don't know what they're doing together. Got two words. Okay. For that entire three games. Hot dog shit. Rounding out the rest of the league. And oh, so that happened. Brentford two, West Ham nil. Man U one, Wolverhampton nil. Fulham two, Southampton one. Palace two, Bournemouth nil. Great win for the Bees but at a major fucking cost. So not necessarily, not as uh, bad as originally thought for Ivan Tony. Okay, uh, apparently to he was in contention for today's game to make the bench. No shit. Okay. Yeah, so was not as bad as initially thought. A bit of a dead I leg mean, kind of thing. Strapped down to a stretcher being carted off the field normally is scary. I think there's a, a possible contusion okay. um, to like his kneecap kind of thing, but nothing that should be... Out for a long, no ligament damage, which I think the original thought was he could be done for the fucking year. Yeah. Oh, okay. um, so, so hold on. That means we can talk about the shithousery. Oh, doing the hammers after he scored? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think Tony is sneaky quiet becoming a big shithouser. Well, man. what's good is Jamie Vardy hadn't been playing. Mm -hmm. Somebody's got to do it. Yeah. <laughs> Why not I, Ivan Tony? He did the Metro thing already with oh, the yeah. phone call. Now love he's it. doing the irons. I love like, it. Get oh, in. He is looking out for it. That's right. I'm sure. I mean, nothing will ever top the Jamie Vardy doing the Eagle, but mm -hmm. this is fucking close. Uh, Mel, you're giggling. Is there something you uh, have to add? Oh, no. Remember our good friend, Mark, mm -hmm. who, what, what team is he to support? Oh, uh, that's right. Tottenham. Uh, -huh. uh, finally replied back to my uh, happy, fuck, happy uh, New Year, Mike. Uh huh. Uh, with a, well done, enjoy it while you can. So I just sent him the um, Douglas Louise picture. <laughs> Brilliant. I'm giggling at myself. That's uh, funny. Find, let, let us find out producer Mel's learning a thing or two about shithouser. That's right. So I don't actually think either team played particularly bad in this game. No. Um, the first phrase that kind of jumps to my mind is smash and grab. Because West Ham had a ton of possession in this game. Mm -hmm. They had a lot of And they had chances. Yeah. But I don't think that's really fair to Brentford either. Because <clears throat> Brentford played well. It just I think both teams played well, and West Ham were a bit unlucky not to score. Mm -hmm. Brentford got their goals, both of which were also a little fortunate. Mm -hmm. Ivan Tony just reacted first, got his studs to the ball um, uh, between two West Ham defenders who were there actually attempting to defend, unlike we saw from <laughs> Forrest and right. Uh, right. Liverpool. Um, but... Uh, and then the last one I think was um, Aaron Quest Cresswell. I'm I'm not sure when he be when he turned fifty. Mm -hmm. I know when you turned fifty. Yep. I'm not sure when he turned fifty. Exactly. But for uh, and I I forgot. Uh, forgive me. I forgot to write down the goal scorer. Um, when uh, he, Silva, when he's able to make up five yards on you, mm -hmm. you got <laughs> you got issues. Yeah, that's bad. That's he bad. he didn't even look like he was moving fast himself at all. <sighs> You know, it was weird. I, I know the answer that's going to come after this. It's going to be, but who, right? This has got to be on Moyes. The way they're not getting fucking results here in the See, prem. I, I feel less like this is Moyes' fault. They got too much than talent. I do. It's Conte's fault. 
I mean, this team's got a shit ton of talent. But look at their performances. They're they're trying. They're still look like they're together. Mm-hmm. They still they're not yelling at each other. They're not you know frustrated on the field. They still look like they're together. I mean, that would be also. I mean, you you did hear. Did, I'm not sure. Did you hear? Um, uh, Declan Rice do his post game comments. No, uh, he was. It was like, look, we need to do better for the fans. I know that. But no, we are working our tails. Yeah. Off. We are trying. Okay. It's just not going. It's just not clicking. For us. And we're, we, but we also know that when you boo at us right now, we deserve it. Like, but, right. But no, we care. We're trying. We're like, and it was, you could really tell in the way that he was saying it was like, seriously, hang with us, guys. We fucking need you right now. So what I will say is. And I'm I'm talking directly to Smokey right now. Okay, <laughs> is I fucking told you so. When you hire an Italian striker and you don't score goals, you know what you're getting. <laughs> Put Mikael Antonio back in. You were playing just fine back then. <laughs> okay, that's the first thing. The second piece is is look at my fantasy team would appreciate that considering <laughs> I'm Mikael Antonio. Look seriously at both sets of players, Tottenham and West Ham. In their histories, I'd say probably about equal size clubs. Yeah? Is that fair? Yeah. Yeah. Look at... Because West Ham has won a lot more than Tottenham did earlier on. Right. Look at their demeanor. Look at the performances themselves. Like I said, I don't think West Ham played poorly in this game. They just couldn't find the luck to get it done. Where Brentford did in this game. But look at Tottenham. We're sitting here saying the performances are dog shit. Yeah. The players don't want to be there. They don't look like they want to be there. It's also not clicking in general. That's where I think it's firmly Conte's fault. And this is not necessarily Moise's fault. Okay. Fair enough. That's where I'm, I'm. I'm just looking at the teams themselves. You know, I mean, David Moyes even made, you know, actually quite adventurous substitutions when he did mm-hmm. it was you know it, it wasn't like damage control he was trying to affect the game he was trying to make something happen Conte was just throwing shit at the wall to see what sticks mm-hmm. it's just not it's, it's not the same thing and that's where I think David Moyes ha- is a bit safer don't get me wrong he could be in trouble right but I think at this moment in time he's a bit safer than Conte is well the one thing I think you know it, with Moyes and where your team is currently your team's not going down. You're not going to go down. You'll be like, that team isn't getting relegated. Um, obviously, you see that by the goal differential that they have, mm-hmm. right? So you you kind of find a look around, and that's one of those ones where even though there's only three teams worse than you, you look at it and go, there's like five, six teams worse than us. There's two teams above them worse than they are. Yeah, yeah. So as a whole. should be able and to this, get And this also out. could have been completely changed by that amazing Declan Rice strike. Yeah, yeah. That just... A quarter inch, yeah. half inch, maybe at the most yeah. to the left. You're up one nothing. You're up one you nothing. Doing? Yeah, it was an excellent strike caught the outside of the post. Um, I think West Ham are going to be fine. I just think they're in a bad way right now. They're just in a tough spot, a, a bit of a rut. All right. So I say the next statement, knowing full well that they just beat us in our building last week. But Wolves just aren't good. They're not good. They look even more organized than they were before under yeah. um. What's his name? Lodge. Yeah. Now, um, they they look more organized, and they look like they're starting to be a bit more adventurous. 
The problem is, is the, they're being adventurous with a 38-year-old. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, Diego Costa up front. Anger issues. Who can't score a goal to save his life. I yeah. mean, if he treated the ball like he treats other people, at least two of those chances would have had holes in the back of that. <laughs> but instead, he caresses and loves the ball because even though he was a Spanish international, deep down inside, he's Brazilian. Yeah. So he wants to love and caress it. Yeah, it's just not and going it's just well. not working now, that way. Now we know that wolves are going to spend the money, right? And they're already uh, linked mm-hmm. to kudos from uh, from Ajax, who was somebody that Everton was linked to as well. But they're also going to spend forty million. For oh, the I thought you were giving me credit for something. Yeah. No, they're going to um, they're going to be they're going to be spending forty million on him. So while wolves are kudos, they're gonna get they're going to get people that in the right places, but at what cost? And when will this catch up to them? Because this always catches up to teams. And we want to talk about, you know, people always want to go back and go, oh, Everton spent all this money. Everton spent a shit ton of money on the year of the 10, right? That was the year that they spent a shit <laughs> yeah. ton of money. The year of the 10. Wolves have spent more money than Everton. Wolves need to lower their average age, and, especially throughout the midfield. And, and they're not doing it fast enough. And that's and absolutely true. I feel like I like. I, in my heart of hearts, I think it's Forest, Bournemouth, and uh, in Southampton that are going down. But if I was told you can only be a supporter of Southampton or a supporter of Wolves, that was the only two options you have, I'd rather be a supporter of Southampton and go down because it's a young team that's got pieces that's starting mm-hmm. to get it together. And you'll look at what you're going to lose. Okay, you'll probably lose Ward Prowse, but you're going to get a shit ton of money for him. You look at you look at um, wolves and you're like we're only getting older and those players are going to want to get sold and they're not going to get sold for a lot of money because they're too fucking old and on too heavy a wages right because they got in bed with the super agent what I you want a hot take yes hot take wolves go in for James Ward Prowse in January ah take away from your competitor one also Give Zhao Moutinho a fucking break. Yeah. Because exactly. that old man needs it. I don't know. Ruben Nieves might have a little bit of trouble <laughs> with uh, Ward Prowse walking up and going, no, 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 I got this one, son. Well, do you for want power or finesse? That's, yeah. <laughs> you at least offer a different option at that point. No shit. Um, uh, United in this game, I think, were uh, architects of their own shitty situations in a lot of the cases, though. Oh, absolutely. Um, they could have defended better. They could have been more organized. At least... What I Wolves need a tip to the spear as well. They need somebody that will consistently score goals. Diego Costa has proven so far that he is not that person. And Jimenez, Raul Jimenez is not the same player he was before the skull precisely. injury. David Luiz, thank you. But as a system, Wolves looked a bit better in this, what, last two games, three games maybe? Yeah. As a system have looked better. If they can find those two pieces in January, I think they'll be okay. But they need another that's, central midfielder, that's and they I need a to, and they need a forward. That's what I tend to agree with as well. But they're also, all that being said, they're just not that good. No, they're not. They're just not that. They're good. very like, they're very system heavy, and they don't really have the magic anymore. They don't yeah. have that flair player that's going to change a game. Yeah. Um, I I will. <laughs> There is no report of Wolves being linked with James Ward-Prowse, but he needs to get the fuck out of Southampton while he can, and they need somebody in that exact position of his age profile. Yeah, he's exactly what they he's need. He's exactly what they need, and that's from my my own uh, set of, you know, wild dreams. So I don't want to spend too much more on this match because there really isn't much to talk about, but um, 
Obviously, we have to talk about Rashford being benched due to being late. Here's the thing. I'm going to give some credit to United. Handled correctly. This is how it's supposed to be handled. Player handled it correctly. Coach handled it correctly. Uh-huh. You see them walking off the pitch at the end of the match. Together, and coach arm and arm. arm around yep. him saying, great job, son. You know what? The player needs to be reminded. There are rules to the team. And when you break those rules, you are going to be punished for them. Mm-hmm. Very simple. But what does not need to happen is it's not to become a deal in the press. It does not need you to You don't need to leave the stadium early. You don't need to just <laughs> go out there. And do exactly what you need to do. 100%. Which is put the ball in the back of the fucking net. And that's what he did. What he did. Twice. And Simple. again, his his arm, granted, I do understand the caveat of he did make a bit of a motion. Yeah. But his arm was against his body on initial contact. Stop ruling out goals. We love goals. Yeah, goals are fun. Fuck. But that's why we're here. My only commentary on United, like you said last week with the win that they had, it's just... These need to be bigger wins, right? Um, but fuck around and find out they're in fourth and fuck around and find out they're probably going to end up in fourth because Liverpool sure as fuck doesn't want it. Chelsea sure as fuck doesn't want it. Yep. And Newcastle and Brighton both do. So they're going to push United. I think United's going to figure out a way to be in Champions but th- League. But this is what happens. It'll be the most undeserving Champions League they've ever gotten. But but in the same well, you regards, know what? You, go, that- you know what? Maybe it's the most deserving because you've gone through... All this bullshit. You know what? That, but that's true. That's a, that that could be true on the way they started, but they finally got their head out of their ass by canceling Ronaldo's contract. Yeah, by figuring out by mutual, how whatever they did to get him to agree to a less payout, so they could fucking get rid of him. They did, and they finally the one player that thinks he's bigger than the team is gone now. Well, that's good. He's now in a right proper situation with a uh, good. Full, you know, great league like the Saudi league. Is that Al Nasser? I think he's signed for. You know who's up front for them mm-mm. currently. Uh, uh, two things about oh, that, his signing for Al Nasser. Is that Hamas? Is him? No, and no, 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 no. I don't think Hamas is there. He's in the Saudi league, yeah. but I don't think he's there. All right, you ready? Mm-hmm. Vincent Abubakar, who's, who had beef with Mo Salah uh-huh. before the World Cup for no reason, mm-hmm. but he did. Uh, he was the one that also scored that uh, sweet chip and then ripped his shirt off and got a second yellow, uh-huh. right, in the World Cup. So, I mean, Abubakar and, and Ronaldo together, yes, please. Yes. Sign yes, me up. In the veins. I'm to find an illegal stream for this one. In the veins. Hey, and, uh, uh, Mel, I saw you were reaching for the mute button. Did you have something to add for us there? No, I was, well, yeah, I was saying there's an old Pierce Morgan interview that's resurfaced saying mm-hmm. that he wants to finish out on top. And if he was in it just for the money, he would take a Saudi deal. $200 million a year yeah. uh, after image not, rights and everything else. He's not in it for the money. Something like eight million dollars a fucking like every three minutes or some shit like that. It's, it's <laughs> I don't ridiculous. think it's that, but yeah, it's just stupid the amount of money he's made. Uh, and then um, the other bit of news well, I from guess if he can't be the greatest, he'll be the richest. Yeah, <laughs> the other bit of news from Al Nasser, which I'm not sure if this is real, but it's funny enough to say. Apparently, the player whose contract uh, it was that wore number seven for the club refused to give up his shirt to Cristiano Ronaldo, Good. so the club sacked him. Good. Oh, and the he club is now, fired him. He is now unemployed, so oh. Ronaldo could have the seven shirt. <laughs> I don't know if it's true. Like I said, I saw at I least it 14. That's, a, that's kind of good for that fucker. <laughs> yeah. the guy got I mean, Ronaldo could have paid him with his pocket me. change. I know. Ronaldo could have just, like, 
giving him a pair of shoes. Yeah. Been- Here's a car. Fuck off. Yeah. What, what kind Be of a good little boy. Yeah. See ya. Yeah. Exactly. Um, James Ward Prowse uh, gets a couple of goals. <laughs> Problem. One was in the wrong net. <laughs> yeah. And it was a good strike. <laughs> that thing flew in the back of the net. Mm-hmm. Um, completely wrong footed his goalkeeper as well. Uh, the other one was a better strike than that one. What a free kick. I think you can, I think there's a little bit you could put on, uh, Bert Leno for, I think he was maybe a little too, too far, much to yeah, the near yeah. post. Cause you think if he was dead center, maybe he gets, he gets to that. Yeah, possible. But, but there was also, a decent amount of movement on that ball too, though. But also if he's dead center, maybe Ward Prowse isn't putting it right there. Mm-hmm. Like Ward Prowse saw that he had the whole fucking goal. I went, <laughs> look, look you know who guy. I am. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Let me hold, hold on one second. Let me do this real quick. Goal. Thanks everybody. <laughs> exactly. The, um, the other, uh, uh, thing there with Ward Prowse is just the, I don't know how he did it, but he didn't sell that at all. Mm-hmm. He remained completely poker face. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. I didn't notice. He didn't look at it too long, you know, kind of point at it or do one of these, you know, cover the mouth things and yeah. talk to his boy and then kind of, you know, oh, look at that. No, no, no. He, he did it. saw it, did it. Yeah. That was it. Just stepped up. Bang. What you worried mm-hmm. about? Um, I think he's now somewhere within two free kicks of either 2-1 or even now with David Beckham. No shit. Yep. Good on So him, he man. very soon, probably before the end of the season, uh, should be the number one free kick taker in Premier League history. I, I hate to say it, but deserved. Absolutely. 100%. Very much deserved. And he's the only player for Southampton that comes out of this with any credit. You know, I Bizzunu, I like Bazunu. I think he could have done a few things differently in this game. Mm-hmm. Um Pereira had a great goal, should have had two more. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Paulinho, uh, uh, Paulinhas, rather, yeah. with a uh, fantastic, fantastic. Uh, header at the far post after a very good flicked Flip header on. at the front post yeah. uh, from a corner. But again, more goals being given up by set pieces uh, at Southampton again. And it's just, and they're not the quality of James Ward-Prowse's. Yeah. So it's like, you got to look at yourself. And if you're not doing these basic things correctly... This this it's not a recipe to stay in a league. This Southampton team reminds me of the Aston Villa team that went down. They were so so fucking young, and this team is so fucking young. They're just there. It's it's school. But you, gotta, you also have to have a better killer instinct. I mean, Che Adams was in on nineteen minutes. Yeah, yeah, and. What was it, 15 yards from goal? He can't figure out a spot to beat Bert Leno? Mm-hmm. Leno got wide. He got, got wide very a, big, yeah, but, but he should have taken a shot three steps ago. But you got to beat him. You got to beat him. That's, that's <laughs> what are you one, doing? That's one great. The goalie made a really good save. You also missed. It's not you like missed. it's not like you were at a tight angle either. Yeah. Fucking dribble the ball. Go somewhere. Try to round him. Yeah, exactly. We you, you waited for him to get in a position to make the save. Yeah. Precisely. Then we're surprised he made the save. Uh, it is like it, now easy to say, absolutely positively, Fulham is fucking safe. They're absolutely safe. There's no doubt about uh, they're stay, I think, I've, I mean, this they're staying safe. up this season. This, yeah, team, yeah. this team is staying up. Do they finish in the top 10? Eh, maybe. Who knows? I mean, they're going to have to play some tougher opponents here eventually. They've been on a nice little run of playing some you know what happened the last people. time they were in the Europa League? Mm, what? Made the final. That's right, with uh, Clint Dempsey. Uh-huh. Yep. Under the uh, old owls. That uh, was they lost to Sevilla in that final, or was uh, it Atletico that they lost to in that final? I, I think it was Atletico. Think 
It was severe. <clears throat> I might be wrong about that, though. Eagles answer right after a bad performance. Yep. They look good. You Well, you knew it. You knew it. You knew uh-huh. Vieira was not going to let there be a second bad performance in a row. No, but you, you knew- also knew Bournemouth weren't going to be up to it. <laughs> I mean, that's the other I, thing. I, and again, saying this, knowing that they beat us twice in a week, Bournemouth aren't any good. No. Like, there's, you're looking at, like, I'm trying to look at, like, a team like Wolverhampton, a team like Bournemouth, and go, where's the upside? What can they find? What can they make work to stay up? And I just don't feel like there's anything. Yeah, I mean, I Kiefer Moore probably could have had a penalty. Um, yeah. Potentially would have been soft, in yeah. my opinion, but. Okay, you can make an argument for it, no problem. The, the errors but, looked at that and given a penalty. But other than that, they didn't really do much in the game. I think um, I think Waite had, what, make two saves? Yeah, not much. The whole time? Like, it, it just wasn't good. Dun and Dusted, easy for easy, easy win for Palace. And honestly, now what Vieira's got to do also, is get this. Also, two, two corners. Yeah. Again, you have to defend your set pieces. Got and to. if you don't, it's a fucking problem. Yeah. Because when people start scoring on you from set pieces and they score on you very openly during open play, say, uh, i.e. 9-0 against Liverpool. Right. You had to find a way to work it in, didn't you? Well, I'm just glad Kenny has someone to share it with now. <laughs> and that was me assisting you to put Thank it in Thank you very one. much. <laughs> play the old one-two there. Kiss it off the post. The, um, but, like, when you add that in... You can't defend set pieces. It becomes very, very, very difficult to win games. Mm-hmm. It becomes even harder to draw games. Yeah. And if you look at every relegated team, <laughs> it's straight losses on the board. Very few teams get relegated with eight draws, ten draws. Right. Doesn't happen. Right. You know what I mean? Those are valuable single points. And these are the teams you're supposed to be getting those against, and you're not. I think Bournemouth are fucked. I agree. Um, right now, gun to your head, what three teams go down? Gun to my head. Uh, I'd probably say, I am going to say, it's going to be Bournemouth for sure. I think Forrest or Shuin. And I think your last spot is going to be a toss-up between Leicester, Leeds, and Wolves. You think Southampton's going to figure out a way to stay up, huh? They have the last four times of asking. They have the experience of it. Okay. Um, a lot of those players that are in that team have that experience. Yeah. Leeds, I don't know. I, ultimately, I think Leeds probably has enough firepower to keep them up. <clears throat> yeah, I think, okay. Yeah, you convinced me. It's it's either going to be Wolves or... Uh, or Southampton. Wolves or Southampton. Yeah, for me it's it's uh But Lester Lester in a bad way too. They are they're and not they, out and of it. And they're not making any money right no, now. No, they're not out of it. <clears throat> I can't write them off yet. No. I yeah, I'm gonna I'm it's gonna it's it's gotta be Southampton Lester. Yeah. The toss up is gonna be Southampton Lester or uh or Leeds. That's all good. My team will figure out a way to find themselves in it. <laughs> sure money. Okay, I lost again. Mm-hmm. Now I'm down sixteen hundred, and for my sports direct cup of losers or Dort Spirect rather, excuse me, uh, Trent. Now we know why Gareth didn't play you. <laughs> mm, sorry, what was that? 
came from down low. Oh, God. Fifty year old problems. Don't worry about it, kid. <laughs> Not for a while at least. Mm-hmm. Not for a while at least. So what how did you fare, my fine friend? Fucking Newcastle. <laughs> I United beats Wolves barely. Palace beats Bournemouth. I'm like, the hard part's done. All I need is simple ass, simple ass Newcastle to beat Leeds at home. And they can't get a fucking goal. So my cup loser says, fuck you, Two Castle. <laughs> two That's Castle. A throwback to the days. That is. That's a good throwback, too. All right. Well, like I said, I'm now down $868. Big Sam's Lock of the Week. 13.3% of the time. It works 100% of the time. Which is more than you, Mister Graham. More than you. Yeah, when you're 0 for 16, it's kind of. I mean, at some point, are you tough. just gonna try to pick a winner? Just yeah, like I'm a, doing something relatively safe this week. You're just like, give me, give me Arsenal to beat Newcastle at minus 140. I just need to make some money. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I'm actually going to not take a game. I'm going to take um some props. So I'm taking a in-game parlay, two props. I'm going to take Holland to score. In KBD to get an assist at plus 287 against Chelsea. I think both of those things will happen, and I think they'll probably happen together. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's an easy thing to get over the line, I think. I'm hoping. I'm hoping. Yeah. Good. So at least somebody will make some money this week. And now it's time for our degenerate gambling friend, Pat's Pick It A Week. Hey, buddy. Hey, what's going on? Hey, you're feeling, you're sounding rather chipper. Yeah, he's in a great mood right now. <laughs> I am, I am sipping on some Jameson IPA edition. What are you guys sipping on? Nice, I love it. <laughs> he's still drunk from the party. Yeah. Oh, man, I've been drunk since 2 o'clock this afternoon. What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yes. Brilliant. All right. All right, sweet. So how did your, how, how did your bet fare last week? <laughs> What's that? <laughs> I said, how did your bet fare last week? Uh, not good. I don't care about that. The bet that's going on right now is uh, looking pretty good. Pretty good. <laughs> All right, good. I'm glad to I hear. got 100 uh, Purdue to beat Rutgers in the second half. So let's go. Come on. Let's go, Purdue. All right. Oh Great. All right, good. Get off the chicken for a second and fucking focus. <laughs> <laughs> So how are you guys doing? Fucking <laughs> <laughs> oh, love it. Good Christ. All right. Uh, did you win or lose last time out? <laughs> oh, come on, man. I lost. Uh, I lost once. Uh, I think, uh, no, Arsenal won, and then Tottenham lost to Aston Villa, and that, that killed my bet. Got it. Yeah. All right. Yep. Not sorry. <laughs> Not sorry, right? So what, yeah. you, got, what you got this week? All right, hold on. Let me check my thing. Uh, no, not FanDuel. Uh, my uh, what? What bet do I have that on? Um, DraftKings. DraftKings. I have my. Um, so this week I have Arsenal over Newcastle, uh, Tottenham over Crystal Palace, and then the over uh, two and a half goals in Chelsea, Man City, and that will pay off at. Uh, Seven hundred and ten dollars on a hundred dollar bet. All not right. bad. Not a bad shout. All right, I could see that. Actually, could see that happening. I'm proud of you. I 
I, I think I can see that happening too. I think that real money too, because that, that's how much I think I can see that happening. Nice. I love it. Yeah. Not at a hundred. Right. Um, maybe after tonight. Depends on how that Cincinnati uh, <laughs> builds. How that game goes. Yeah. I hear you. All right, man. You know? well, dude, you have a good time this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> I love Pat well lubricated. He's fantastic. He's never saw it coming. (laughs) Oh, you are terrible friends. Oh, you know what? That's why we did a good roast. What what, what do you What do you got going on over here? All right. What Hey, what's going on (laughs) in your world? That dick. How's it going in your world? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. All right. So I went a little bit safer, but still a little bit over the top. Leads to beat West Ham. (laughs) Three. Leads to beat West Ham. United to beat Bournemouth and Arsenal to beat Newcastle. Only gave me plus 446. Ah, very good. Trying to get a win. I just need a win. W. Yeah, so. to be down 1,200 instead of 1,700. Next week, it'll just be Holland to score. (laughs) If I don't hit this one. Something. Yeah, just give me anything at this point. Because you have yet to get a hit. A single hit this season in our show betting. Oh, my God. I've made real money. But in the show stuff, I'm I'm not doing well. I'm sucking wind over here. I'm sure your children will grow up to be exceptional dancers <laughs> to pay for college. Fuck I'm sure they will be. You. <laughs> Fuck you. Now you're of the age now. You probably go spend your mortgage on it, don't you? Yeah, you know, might. Um, but you know what we do have that's fantastic? We have a chicken. Well, Kitty hit again with the United win, and so she sits at 9-7. and seven. Now, I went up to chat with Kitty, and there were confettis and noisemakers everywhere. Oh, shit. Uh, looks like Kitty and the girls threw quite the rager for New Year's Eve. Of course they did. We were away. They went ahead and partied like a bunch of fucking alcoholics. Uh, like we did. Well, explains why <laughs> yeah. there's no eggs. Uh, this week... I gave Kitty leads hosting West Ham. So she whipped out her new iPhone. She's She's got the brand new one, by the way. Mm. I don't think fucking have that one. No, of course she does. Uh, whipped out the new iPhone and showed me a picture of Russell Crowe and Jamie Lannister, both in tuxes. Oh, we're not saying his real name because you decided not to do that? Nope. I know you put it in there to trip me up, but I'm not giving you the satisfaction, old man. But Nikolai Coaster uh, Waldo. That's you know, the one. It's not that hard. <laughs> you know, Coaster Old Waldo. You know, Jamie Lannister and Russell Crowe are sitting in tuxes, sipping on martinis, even though you have it phrased shipping on martinis. Uh huh. I know you don't want to sip the ship. Uh huh. Uh, fuck, I lost it. In the coop. Now, yeah, it's in the coop. Dude, New Year's Eve, we're doing our thing in downtown Annapolis. Kitty chilling with fucking A-list actors in the coop, fucking sipping martinis, man. What the fuck? Is Jamie Lannister really an A-list actor now? He is now. He only has one hand. Yeah, that's true. It's kind of hard to wank well, with a bronze hand. Well, that would be the character. Like Jamie Lannister. Excuse me. The real man Spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> now, I found the whole thing interesting because uh, Jamie Lannister loves leads. And Russell Crowe is. I had to say it was Nikolai. You didn't even have to say his full fucking name. And Russell Crowe is a huge West Ham supporter, uh, and he supports West Ham. So it looks like 
Kitty is picking a draw for this match. He's a huge West Ham supporter, and he supports West Ham. Have you seen him lately? He's put on a lot of weight. <laughs> <laughs> damn. God damn. That was a ham joke. Ouch. Well done. <laughs> Oh, I'm on fire. And that's why I need to remind everybody to gamble legally and responsibly. Championship corner! I've fallen and I can't get up. Oh, no. Starting the new year off with some fire. Yeah. Uh, too bad QPR didn't. They lost 3 0 to Luton. Woo! <laughs> uh, <laughs> that is what we call a transition, boys and girls. Pro- professional. professional. Thank you. Uh, Middlesbrough beat up Blackburn 2-1. to one. Coventry and Cardiff played to a nil-nil draw. Huddersfield 2-0 over Rotherham. Millwall and Bristol City on a nil-nil draw. Apparently, there were a few teams uh, getting ready for the new year. Uh, this was on the Thursday, the 29th of December, because the championship <laughs> plays every two days. Mm-hmm. Pretty much. <laughs> uh, Sunderland beat Wigan 4-1, w- trying to get it out of their system before the new year, I think. Uh, West Ham 2-0. Uh, I'm sorry, West Brom 2-0 over Preston. I apologize. Uh, Sheffield United 2-1 over Blackpool. On Friday, you had Hull 1-0 over Birmingham. 1-1 as it finished at Carrow Road. Uh, Norwich tying Reading. Burnley 1-0 over Stoke. They can do it on a cold night in Stoke. Yeah, clearly. Uh, Swansea 4-0 over Watford. Excuse me, Sam. You forgot. Cold. Rainy night in Stoke. Yeah, you're right. Sorry. Uh, It is always wet in Stoke. Um Nah, I'll leave that joke there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then on Sunday, uh, five games happened, so 10 teams had the unfortunate task of playing on New Year's Day, Ooh. and that was a 1-0 win to Blackburn over Cardiff, 1-1 Blackpool and Sunderland, Coventry City and Bristol City tied uh, 1-1 as well, so a lot of people uh, could barely get out of bed mm. as we only saw uh, two goals max there. Luton 2-1, um, it's two in a row for Luton Town. Uh, two in a row over Huddersfield and Millwall. Three nil over Rotheringham. And today was just about a full slate of games, so I'll save that for Thursday's show. That's right. Double duty this week. Yep, double duty. Uh, so yeah, Burnley topping the table on 56 points with a plus 27 goal differential. Sheffield United in second place. Five points behind, though, and they have played the same number of games on 51. Blackburn, dead even goal differential on 42 points. So starting to get a little separation between those top two. Mm -hmm. You had a nine-point drop from second to third. Watford in fourth on 40 points. I hope they don't come back up. No, you know, offense. Yeah. Kind of tired of it. Yeah. (laughs) Although, now I still can't even make any money because it'll probably be a minus 1,100 to sell their or fire their manager right uh middlesbrough in fifth place on 39 as are millwall in sixth and luton in seventh they are all separated by a grand total of three goals in their goal differential so Mm -hmm. a lot of potential movement in those uh final playoff spots and then the one just outside sunderland uh actually i'm sorry millwall and luton have only played 25 games so they do have a game in hand they could jump them um, Sunderland are on 38 in eighth place as West Brom are in uh, ninth place. Also on 38 points, only one goal separating them on 37 points. You have Preston North end and on 36, there are three teams uh, in order Norwich in 11th QPR in 12th and Reading in 13th. So there can be the potential to go in one game from 13th to fifth. Yeah. So there could be a lot of movement coming up uh, uh, after the season or until the end of the season, rather. 
at the bottom end of the table, Wigan have dropped to dead last. Ooh. The uh, team in that front of them. like that. No, the team in front of them as well, uh, Huddersfield in 23rd place, have a game in hand, uh, though they were only a point ahead of them at this current time. Blackpool are uh, in 22nd place with 26 points. Rotherman 21st on 27. Cardiff and, in 20th on 28. just beat Rotherham. Mm-hmm. And Bristol City are in 19th on 29 points. Stoke, not out of it yet, are in 18th on 30. So, again, there could be a bit of movement down there as well as things are a bit truncated. Um, but these games, as we've said time and time again, because of the bribery and corruption with 12, 14 years ago mm-hmm. uh, and this break that happened for the World Cup, uh, you will get these games coming quick and fucking fast, oh. especially in the championship. I'm starting to get the uh, feelings for Huddersfield that I had for Derby County last year. It's like, kind of want to see them pull out because they've always been a team that's been up and in it. And a lot of people were... I know I would have rather seen pull out. Yeah, <laughs> And they were also uh, in the uh, um, promotion final last year, last mm-hmm. season. So, and they lost two monsterly huge players to, uh, to Nottingham Forest. So. Oh yeah. So. Because they, they, what uh, their budget was what one point four million or something mm-hmm. they'd spend on their squad. Yeah, something yeah. like that. Yeah, exactly. It was crazy. Um, yeah. So we'll see what happens. Uh, the I do. Speaking of Derby County, mm-hmm. um, Erling Holland with the goal against you all mm-hmm. has now outscored all of Derby County in that Premier League season. Wow! <laughs> the <laughs> entire funny. team. Got 23 goals, I believe, or 22, and this mm-hmm. was his 23rd or 23rd, and this was this his was, 24th. Well, it was his 21st in the league. Though. Oh, 21st, yeah. So they only yeah. scored 20 goals Yeah, that season, apparently. Very I saw that good. stat earlier somewhere. All right, well, that's going to wrap it up, boys yep. and girls. Uh, Sammy, any parting words? I have a feeling I know exactly what it's going to be. Thanks, Cole. <laughs> Go ahead. Happy birthday, my friend. Oh, I happy. hope you enjoyed yourself. I oh, hope it was you. a good time. Thank you. Uh, we love you. Despite what we said about you. All right. That's it's not what I thought it was gonna be. Oh, what? Pele. Oh fuck. I forgot about <laughs> Pele. Sorry, I've been on a forty eight hour bender. The world's greatest footballer died. I know. I know. It was expected. We had spoken about it before. Yep. He had colon cancer. He had been admitted to hospital for his end of life care. So we didn't know about it. Um but still does it still doesn't not sting. No. You know? And all through the weekend, we saw uh, a minute's applause in every single game, pretty much across the world. Yeah, uh, for Pele's passing, um, very sad. I mean, the 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 man's the only living person, the only person with three World Cups to his name, mm-hmm. um, as a player. He is the only person. I mean, that it just completely changed the game. Yeah. Yeah. Just completely changed the game. I mean, he was doing things that people today still can't even do, and he was doing it in the 50s. He won three of four, and the one that he didn't win was the one that England won. He yep. was literally playing on one leg and mm-hmm. still played. Um, famously, uh, where he went out at, he played two matches at Goodison, and that's the the two that they lost that ultimately knocked him out of the World Cup from they didn't even advance from the group stages that right. year. Yep. Again, one leg still fucking played. Ronaldo would have like his personal masseuse rubbing him on the in in the fucking, you know, mm-hmm. 
in the hotel because he wouldn't even be at the match. Uh, Google image search for you real quick because I can't pull it up. Just Pele at Goodison. Um, people talk about the modern day athlete and how the modern day athlete has all these advances and all the great sports medicine and they're just better athletes than than the older generation was. And it's very easy to say in a sport like baseball because we all see the big fat slob that was Babe Ruth. Let us also remember Babe Ruth hit seven fucking hundred home runs. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, so shut the fuck up about that and don't go, well, if it was the modern day, well, you know what hasn't had in the modern day? Only two people have hit more home runs than fucking Babe Ruth. So fuck off. But and that includes people choosing. There's a picture of him. If you look around in the Google images where he's wearing an overcoat and he's in his shorts and his shirts off as he's walking off the pitch at Goodison. It is ab after ab after ab after ab yep. with the little fucking V and two pecs that are made out of fucking stone stone. So when everybody wants to do all this, Oh, the modern day athlete, um, and that was in 1966, right? So that would have been, he won it what? 58, 52, and 70. Yes. And 58, he was 17 years old. So he was eight on from that. Mm -hmm. So he was 25. Yep. Here. And then they were. Made his Brazil debut at 15, became a regular at 16, and then in the World Cup in 1958 at 17 years old, mm -hmm. scored two goals in the fucking final. Yes. Yes. I mean, and we we've talked about we we we've often said the debate could be between Pele and Maradona, and I think there's cases for both. Mm -hmm. um, but just let it be known that um, that is a level of greatness. That no offense to Messi, no offense to Ronaldo, you will never be that. Like that is a level of greatness we will never fucking be able to fathom. Like, how incredible he was. And, okay, let's say if it was the modern day. Then he would have been applying that craft to fucking Europe. Mm -hmm. He did not. You're absolutely right. He never played in Europe. Uh, Maradona, I don't believe, ever won the Champions League. No. Um, well, at that point in time, it was the European Cup. And also, at that, did. at that point in time, he, like, like Scarface, buried his face into a giant mountain of cocaine. What I will say is he did win the only Serie A title in Napoli's history. So mm -hmm. he did do it in Europe. Diego Maradona did. Mm -hmm. You know what Lionel Messi's never done? This game on a cold night in Stoke. <laughs> yeah, but just... Taylor wanted to remind you all that Pele also scored a screamer against uh, the Nazi as well. Yes, he did. And you know what? He also had the great um, uh, play it's for... what Nazi? It, victory, the movie. Oh, victory. yeah, that's. <laughs> I like. I, I like when he takes the uh, piece of chalk <laughs> from Michael Caine. And he goes, "No, no, no! This is what you do. You pass the ball to me. I go like this. 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 I put the ball in the goal. It's very simple. <laughs> then he hands it back to chalk. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. I forgot about that movie. That's you like know? that Eddie Murphy bit of um, you know, hey, Elvis can't act. Oh, fuck it, let him sing all those lines. Hey, Elvis, we gotta win that race. We gotta win that race. <laughs> <laughs> like that's it. They were just like, look, look. We know Pele can't act. Just tell him to fucking dribble the football. It'll he be was. Great. We'll be he all was right. <laughs> arguably the game's first superstar. Mm -hmm. Um, and Trickster, probably will flamboyant. That everything, was, all of it. Yeah. But never fell in. I mean, you referenced the photo. Never fell into the drugs and alcohol. Never yeah. fell into a lot of that stuff. Where like George Best could have been 
similar. Some of the things he was doing with the ball at that time. Ridiculous alcoholic. I was gonna say, there George, was no fucking way. George Best rarely said no to a pint. Yeah. I mean, and in the most affectionate way I can say it, the same way Pele rarely said no to a pound note. Right. Uh, <laughs> dude loved a dollar bill. Tell you mm-hmm. that. And uh, there was a lot of things, and Maradona as well, that that they did that that could be seen as questionable. They were took a lot of Qatari money, for instance, when yeah. they opened that that um, world class training facility that turned back a five nil defeat the opening day of the World Cup. Yep, or three one, whatever it was. Uh, doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> great, sweet training facility. <laughs> you guys did a great job. Yeah. The like they they there were things that they did but it didn't matter because everybody loved them so much. It mm-hmm. never tarnished their they essentially would come out yeah, did it for money. <laughs> yeah. They wouldn't care. Yeah. And that's what made them so lovable. And that's what made made him so lovable. He 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 no qualms about it. Yeah. They paid me, so I did it. And he never let anything really tarnish his legacy of being the best. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you can't argue with it. If if your measure is going to be trophies, if your measure is going to be the eye test, if your measure is going to be how did you change the game, if you're if that's going to be your measure, Pele's got it all. Yeah. Pele's got every last fucking thing. I don't know, remember the exact number. I want to say it was 773 goals in 525 games. Something like that, yeah. Just Now, if somebody sanity. ever tries to say they've scored more than that, Santos comes out with, oh, I yeah. forgot we played these four friendlies and he had 12 goals in each. Yeah, exactly. You know, exactly. to make sure his goal number remains uh, top dog. But he, um, he's amazing. Yep. It, and he, he will be forever missed. Um, that being said, he'll never be forgotten. No, never, never. That singular word will be remembered forever. And, uh, uh, I know that as my niece and nephew, if they start to play soccer, I'm be pulling up videos and showing them. Fuck yeah, that guy, hundred percent. That guy was the greatest. Oh yeah, you know. And I only got to see him. I got to see him play once. Um, it was uh, he was with the New York Cosmos, and mm-hmm. I got to see him play against the Washington Diplomats at uh, at RFK. And but that's it. That's I've only seen it once, and and I was too young to probably even really fucking remember it, other than to tell you. I've seen him play. I was but, there. Yeah. But fuck. But just uh, what an amazing career. What an amazing, you know, just everything he did for the game was insane. I mean, the, the bicycle kick. It was yeah. a, the first time anyone ever seen that. Yeah. Yeah. Like the fuck. We're, we're just used to it now. And it's good. Remember, just some, see it somebody now. did it first. Yeah. It was that guy. It was him. Yeah, it was that guy. Who yeah. Did it first. There was, I referenced this a lot too on a cooking show. I mm-hmm. thought was a fucking baller ass move. Michael Votaggio of mm-hmm. Frederick fame. Yes. Uh, that went on to uh, win a Michelin star work in New York, Las Vegas and uh, LA uh, a lot and, and, and worked overseas a little bit as well. He uh, was doing a one-on-one on one of the cooking competition shows on Food Network. And someone's like, where did you think to do that? Why? How did you, you think? And he goes, learn. I invented it. Yeah. And there's no fucking better mic drop than that. Yeah. And Pele did that with at least five moves off the top of my head. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, it, it's, it is very sad. It, and, also, and also, thank you very much for the birthday wishes. I hey, not a problem, it. but it, that is your fault because, 
I've been drinking the last two days. Uh, thanks so much for joining us, boys and girls. Next up is injury time, where we're going to uh, recap. Well, we're going to preview the English Premier League midweek. We're going to recap how our adopted clubs did. I can tell you right now, Sam, no so good. Not at all. And we're going to talk about the beers we we'll be drinking. If somebody wanted to find injury time, Sam, how do they go about doing it? Uh, pretty easy. It's patreon.com backslash DU football show. Just sign up to our one grand $5 tier. Um, join DUFC on Facebook so you can get involved in the bidding war uh, because we do accept more than $5 uh, as well. Uh, <laughs> But um, no, it's very easy. Just sign up to that $5 tier and then you can get both sound check and injury time. Sound checks are actual sound check. It's us catching up from the week uh, and all that kind of good fun. The injury time is the preview show, as Sam said, which we're about to do um, now. So cheers. All right, everybody. And always check out our uh, our link tree on the header of all of our socials. Tells you where to find everything. Also, by the way, let us not forget, we have a sweet fucking drip shack with lots of fucking cool-ass merch and a logo that Mel is very, 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 very proud of, a cartoon shirt er, of her. Of, of us, us. yeah. That, that I think you definitely need to get into. So get some pint glasses. Let's see some beers and Instagram with pint glasses. And straight tag us. Hashtag day drinking. We always love that one. Until so next week, everybody. Good night. Born in the land of Bowie, Maryland. Bred to be a fan of fucking Everton. Punch you in the eye and drink your rye. Sam Houston. Sam Houston? Arsenal fans have another Sam. Right AA, the fucking Gooner Graham. Stuff of a lord. Look straight in shorts. Sam Grammy. Sam Graham. Hit the fucking new button!